What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, areas of Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm here to help and guide you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, distribute your podcast. Of course, add music intros, outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorship. Isn't that great? It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. Like I always say, if you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster host, like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get a head start. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yes, good evening and happy first week of fall to every single person tuning in from all over the world, including Canada, the USA, areas of Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka The Gregonator, aka YouTuber, aka Host with the Most, and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now tuning into the 16th episode of the Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast. Now, for those of you who may have missed any previous episodes on YouTube or or streaming platforms whatsoever, don't worry, I got you with all the details. Um, But first things first, all you need to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, Meticulous Vodges Podcast, on the YouTube channel page, and be sure to enable alerts along with the notification bell, and be sure to... You know, keep a lookout for upcoming episodes, more video content, previous episodes that was recorded that is going to automatically drop on the page after the recordings automatically. And also um, keep a lookout for when the show goes on the air via live stream. So be sure to set a reminder of when the show goes on the air via live stream. Um. Be sure to leave a like and a comment along with the topics and and of course be sure to share the videos be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend and last but not least share the podcast along with audio streaming platforms which i will discuss at the end of the show um now um i did not record this past saturday because i was very tired from um long day of work but I will, I will try to see if I can actually, and I'm not really guaranteeing anything. So I will try to see if I can record um, this show right here. <clears throat> whenever I, whenever I have enough energy to actually record. So, <clears throat> without further ado, um, let's go to our first segment, which has to do with music artists. And let's take a sip of some music Kool-Aid, shall we? And this week's music Kool-Aid um, has to do with um, Frank Ocean and Fabulous. So we're going to take a look at the discography of their albums today. And we're going to go over some stuff. So let's let's go. Let's do this. So the first music artist is Fabulous. Now we're gonna go over the studio albums. So, of course, um, for those of you who may or may not know who he is, um, give me a second. For those of you who may not know who he is, he is he is um. He's an American rapper from Brooklyn. Um, 
Of course, Jackson's career began when he was a senior in high school and ended up performing live on American um, record producer and music executive DJ Clue's radio show. Then on Hot 97, Jackson was subsequently signed by um, DJ Clue to his label, which, um, of course, his real name is John David Jackson, which um, everybody kind of knew about that. Um, but <clears throat> all right, so let's continue here. Yeah, this label Desert Storm and later secured a distribution deal with Electro Records. Fabulous first release, Ghetto Fabulous, in 2001, spawned the hit singles um, Can't Deny It, featuring Nate Dogg, SIP to him, and Young and Hollaback, which is one of my favorite tracks, by the way, um, which led Jackson to prominence. His second release was 2003's uh, Street Dreams, which was supported by two top singles, um, Can't Let You Go, featuring Little Mo, and Into You, featuring Tamir or Ashanti. Um, <clears throat> and, of course, including the aforementioned songs, Jackson series, um, of hit singles extended throughout the 2000s, including Trade It All Part 2 featuring Diddy and Jagged Edge, Breathe, Make Me Better featuring Neo, Baby Don't Go featuring T Pain, Third in the Back featuring The Dream, and You Be Killing Them. He is also known for appearing on several RB singles, including Superwoman Part 2 by Little Mo. Um, Dip It Low by Christina Milian, Shorty is a 10 by The Dream, Addiction by Ryan Leslie, I Can't Hear the Music by Brother, She Got Her Own by Jamie Foxx, Say Ah by Trey Songs, and many more. In 2004, Jackson signed to, elect to Atlantic Records, another sub subsidiary of Warner, Warner Music Group. After leaving Electra, where he released Real Talk, his first and only album under Atlantic, in 2006, Jackson was let out of his contract with Atlantic and officially signed with Def Jam Recordings, owned by competitor Universal Music Group. Also in 2006, Jackson founded his own record label, Street Family Records. In 2007, he released From Nothing to Something, under Def Jam. In 2009, he would go on to release his fifth album, Losel's Way. Throughout the years, Jackson has released several mixtapes, including several installments of his highly acclaimed There Is No Competition series and the Soul Tape series, respectively. He released his sixth album, The Young OG Project, in 2014. Wow. So let's take a look at Street Family Records, shall we? Um, of course, Fabulous is the CEO. Um, the genre is hip-hop, United States, Brooklyn, New York, of course. Um, artists like Fabulous, Freck. Billionaire, Paul Kane, Broadway, 
Red Cafe. Now we go to his discography. Um, of course, Ghetto Fabulous. Yeah, let's go over. Let's go over this one. Of course, Ghetto Fabulous is the debut album by American rapper Fabulous. The album was released on September 11th, um, 2001 through Desert Storm Records and Electra Records. The production on the album was handed by DJ Clue, The Neptunes, Rockwilder, Timberland, Rick Ross, and Just Blaze, among others. Okay. So, um, so the singles goes from Can't Deny It, June 19th, 2001. Um, Youngin, Holla Back, um, came out January 15, 2002. Ghetto Fabulous was supported by three singles, Can't Deny It, Youngin, Holla Back, and Trade It All. The album received mixed critical reviews and was a commercial success. Okay, the album debuted at number four on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, selling 143 copies in its first week. The album was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. And the singles, the first single from the album was Can't Deny It. The single was produced by Rick Rock and features a chorus by the late um, Nate Dog that alters lyrics from Tupac's ambitions as a rider. The single peaked at number 25 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. The second single from the album Young and Holla Back, which was produced by the Neptunes, um, the single peaked at number 33. The third single from the album Trade It All, featuring vocals from Jagged Edge and produced by DJ Clue and Duro, which was featured in the Barbershop movie soundtrack. Um, it reached number 20, becoming the highest charting single from the album. All three singles had supporting music videos. And we go to the critical reception. Um, all Music, Three Stars, Entertainment Weekly, C, Hip Hop DX, 3.0 out of 5. Pitchforks 7.2 out of 10. Rap Reviews 6 out of 10. Rolling Stones 4 and a half stars. Okay. Um, so, Rolling Stone writer Chris X noted how the album contained by numbers, danceable bounces, and predictable thug rhyme themes throughout the track listening but said that Ghetto Fabulous is the most entertainment argument for hip-hop access um, to come along in a while due to Fab's ability to add lyrical twists and turns to the genre. DeMarco Williams of Hip Hop DX gave praise to Fabulous' dynamic presence and rhyming skills, being reminiscent of Jay-Z and Jadakiss, concluding that if you can get over the fact that his tracks have no heart it's worth it's well worth a cop entertainment weekly our writer craig seymour commented fast on mace life throw on keeping it gangster and can't deny it but found it too one-dimensional 
to elevate the rest of the track listing saying this hip-hop newcomer doesn't live up to his deliberately misspelled moniker steve flash um juan on of rap reviews highlighted the contributions from timberland rick rock and dj envy as being energetic and listenable but felt that fabulous was vexing as an artist for having a dated grab bag of references and dj clue lacking quality beats outside of trade all and ride for this concluding that the same the shame um of this album is by failing to make a huge dent fabulous ends up being lumped in with similar rappers like jadakiss and mace instead of dropping an industry bomb worthy of his star studded name oh boy so um so we got ghetto fabulous debuted at number four on the u.s billboard 200 chart selling 143,000 copies in its first week this became fabulous first u.s top 10 debut um the album also debuted at number two on the u.s top r&b slash hip-hop albums chart on february 3rd 2003 the album was certified platinum by the recording industry association of america for shipments of over a million copies in the u.s as of march 2003 the album has sold 1.05 million copies in the united states now um okay let's go over the uh let's go over the i don't well you guys probably know the track listing already but for the new listeners that probably don't know um i'm willing to actually go through it actually for the sake of time okay um so we got click and spark um writer john jackson dj clue doro keeping the gangster jackson dj clue doro young and holla back um jackson chad hugo ferrara williams neptunes get right um rock wilder um jackson d stinson right for this featuring jackson um ja rule dj clue duro uh one day jackson um omen traded all featuring um jagged edge jackson dj clue duro right now and later on, Jackson, Timothy, Mosley, Timberland, Take You Home, featuring Little Mo. Jackson, DJ Clue, Duro, Get Smart. Jackson, Rush the Spider, Can't Deny, featuring um, Nate Dogg. Uh, Jackson, Nathaniel, Rick Rock, um, Hale, Raheem, Prince Thomas, Thomas, um, Mobby Easy, Jackson, Justin Smith, Just Blaze. We don't give a fuck. Jackson, Armando, um, Colin, um, Bad Guy featuring Painting. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. DJ Envy, Mono, <laughs> um, Gotta Be Thug, DJ Clue, Duro, 
if they want it um dj cool duro so we go to the chart us billboard 200 peak position four us top r&b slash hip-hop albums billboard peak position two year and charts us billboard 200 158 us top r&b slash hip-hop albums billboard 67 chart 2002 us billboard 200 um position 200 us top r&b hip-hop albums billboard position 89. wow um certifications um united states i excuse me r-i-double-a um certification platinum um one million copies unit sales certified unit sales to be exact all right um let's go we're gonna go over um another album let me see there was something hmm let's see should i go over oh wait a minute okay all right so um second album is street dreams um studio album by american rapper fabulous the album was re released on march 4th 2003 by desert storm records and electro records it was received moderately from a critical standpoint and was a commercial success it reached number three on the u.s billboard 200 with 185 copies sold in its first week um let's see so singles from street dreams is this is my party uh, march 24th 2003 can't let you go may 27 2003 into you july 15 2003 professional ratings metacritic 51 out of 100 all music three and a half stars the av club unfavorable billboard um positive entertainment weekly d hip-hop dx um four stars rap reviews you have um let me see one two three four five six seven and a half stars rolling stone two stars q three stars styles magazine d plus damn is that so um okay um i will get to your comments on 17 live i'm also recording there along with youtube and Streamyard. in case you guys don't know um <clears throat> i have an account over there so i do live streams on there instead of instagram live with too much policing going on so so i figured this might be better all right um so anyway um it had four charter singles but only into you which featured Tamiya and in an alternate version featuring Ashanti and can't let you go where major successes produced by just blaze and guest vocals from little mo and Mike Shorey can't let you go reached number one on the rhythmic top 40 and number four on the u.s billboard hot 100 chart into you with the help of shanti slash tamia also reached number four 
on the Billboard Hot 100. The remix of Trade It All, which featured um, P. Diddy um, and Jagged Edge, reached num- number 20 on the chart. So we go to the critical reception right here. Um, Street Dreams was met with mixed and average review or average reviews from the critics. At Metacritic, which assigns a weighted average rating out of 100 to reviews from mainstream publications, this release received an average score of 51 based on 13 reviews. Commercial performance. Street Dreams debuted at number three on the U.S. Billboard 200 with 185,000 copies sold in its first week. This became Fabulous' second U.S. Top 10 debut. In its second week, the album dropped to number seven on the chart, selling an additional 92,600 copies. In its third week, the album dropped to number eight on the chart, selling 64,000 more copies. Hmm. Okay. Hang on. All right. <clears throat> On September 22nd, 2003, the album was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America for sales of over a million copies. As of August 2004, the album sold over 1.3 million copies in the United States, according to Nielsen SoundScan. And let's go over the track listings. We got um, intro, not give a fuck, damn, call me, can't let you go, featuring Lil Mo and Mike Shorey, bad bitch. We got one and I featuring Paul Kane, up on things featuring um Jay, um Snoop Dogg, Jay Jackson, E, um Shaw, K, I feel. Um, of course, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, featuring Snoop Dogg. Sickalicious. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> featuring Missy Elliott. This is my party. Into You featuring Ashanti. Change You or Change Me. Respect. Forgive Me, Father. Never Duplicated. My Life featuring Mary J. Blige. Throw, throwback. Um, bonus track. Keep It a Gangster featuring Styles P. Jadakiss MOP. And Paul Kane. Trade It All Part 2 bonus track featuring J- um, excuse me, P. Diddy and Jagged Edge. Into You bonus track featuring Tamiya. Okay, Dutch albums. Um, album Top 100. Um, P. Position 34. French album um, 120. UK albums 51. US Billboard 203. U.S. Top R&B and Hip Hop Albums, 3. Year and Charts, U.K. Albums, 161. U.S. Billboard, 255. U.S. Top R&B, Hip Hop Albums, 21. United Kingdom, Gold, 100,000 Certified Unit Sales. United States, Platinum, 
one million certified units sales. Okay. Now, um, let's see. Let's go. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Should I go to? Should I go to all these albums? Let's see. All right. All right. Cool. Let me take a look how much time I have. Hang on, guys. Yeah, I got plenty of time. All right. All right, let's do this. So, Real Talk is the third studio album by American Rapper Fabulous. It was released on November 9, 2004 by Desert Storm Records and Atlantic Records. Okay. So, first single was Breathe, released August 31st, 2004. Baby, released um, March 24th. 2005 okay the background on the, the background on the album was handled by dj khaled the neps the neptunes track masters jr wrote tim just blaze and scott storch among others okay legacy real talk was supported by two singles breathe which is produced by just blaze and baby which is produced by flamethrowers <laughs> Oh shit! Don't ask me how this person got this name. <laughs> oh man! Um, it, it contains guest vocals from Mike Shorey. Videos were created for the singles "Do the Damn Thing" featuring Young Jeezy, which received minor airplay on BET, and "Tit for Tat" featuring Pharrell, which includes a portion of the album track "Round and Round." The album was received lukewarm from a critical standpoint, but was a commercial success. The album debuted at number six on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling 179,000 copies in its first week and has been certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America. Now we go to the critical reception. Um, this, this is the part that I go over the ratings. So, professional ratings. Um, we got all music three and a half stars, blender three stars, hip hop DX four and a half stars, rap reviews seven and a half stars, Rolling Stone four, four and a half stars, The Situation four stars, USA Today three stars. Okay, um, so. Steve Flash on um, Juan of Rap Reviews gave note of the album's lengthy runtime being a challenge for listeners, but commended Fabulous for striking a balance between materialism and spiritualism throughout the track, listing with help from his producers, utilizing his smooth monotone flow in the, the right places, concluding that I'm not yet prepared to say Fabulous is the truth or that his wrong writing has put him into um um echelons anywhere near the all-time greats but he's come a long way since his ghetto fabulous days 
you may find real talk of refreshing change of pace too. KB Tindall of Hip Hop DX praised Fabulous for remaining consistent in delivering club bangers, tit for tat, romancing, no, excuse me, romantic slow jams on Baby and Street Clubs, Don't Stop, Won't Stop, saying there are always the pure exotic street floor with hard punch lines to the gut that Fab delivers, as well as the smoothly shaped ballad that he's always dishes out the chicks on real talk fab delivers as usual steve jones of usa today praised fabulous lyricism having more direct um sharpness and maturity to ever to elevate the records um brass confidence alongside the usual hip-hop tropes um Yes, um, hip hop tropes concluding that in quote in the past, his hits have tended to lean towards female fans, but with real talk, he balances matters. Chris X writing for Blender was critical of Fabulous' lack of distinct character, but praised him for being an entertaining wordsmith with a breezy yet confident flow. Concluding that it's this tension that keeps real talk from being a collection of serving doorways fabulous lands dazzling lyrical stunts while sounding like he's coasting along on cruise control well um all music andy kelman gay praise to brief for showing signs of being a a hip-hop classic but was critical of fabulous stretching his rapping skills by unconvincingly taking on various styles and a mixed bag of satisfactory to strong crossovers concluding that there's enough quality material to help fill out a fabulous best of but the touch all bases formula inhibits the street the album's potential of being any better than ghetto fabulous or street dreams all right so we go to commercial performance all right real talk debuted at number six on the bill on the u.s billboard 200 rather with 179,000 copies um sold in its first week this became fabulous third u.s top 10 debut on december 13 2004 the album was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America for sales of over 500,000 copies. As of February 2007, the album sold over 550,000 copies in the United States, according to Nielsen Soundscan. And the track listing goes like this. We got Exodus, Don't Stop, Won't Stop, Real Talk, Gangster, Tiff for Tat, Featuring Pharrell, baby, featuring my Shuri girls, um, church featuring Charlie Murphy, um, SIP to him. Can you hear me? Featuring Jasmine Lopez, do the damn thing. Featuring Young Jeezy, holla at somebody real. Featuring Lil Mo, it's alright. Featuring Sean Paul, breathe, young and sexy. Featuring my Shuri and Pharrell, run around. Um, in my hood, 
Ghetto featuring um, Tara Popo featuring um, Nate Dog and Paul Kane. And we go to um, the weekly charts. Okay. Um, Dutch albums. Um, peak position 66. French albums um, 119. UK albums 66. US Billboard 206. US top RB slash hip hop albums two year and charts US top RB hip hop albums billboard 70. Um okay. Um certification gold five hundred thousand certified units slash sales. Okay, we're gonna go to okay. So we got um we got some more albums to go over. Um all right from nothing to something is the fourth studio album by American Rapper Fabulous. The album was released on June 12, 2007 by Desert Storm Records, Street Family Records, and Def Jam Recordings. The production on the album was handled by Akon, Timberland, Jermaine Dupree, Just Blaze, and and Polo the Don, among others. Um, so singles from the album is Diamonds, April third, two thousand seven; Return of the Hustle, May two thousand seven; Yes, two thousand seven; Make Me Better, June 9th, 2007 baby don't go august 12 2007 all right <clears throat> um professional ratings um we go with um about.com three stars all music three stars djbooth.net three stars entertainment weekly b plus hip-hop dx three stars the independent unfavorable pop matters we got um four stars and rapreviews.com, we got seven stars. Slant Magazine, three and a half stars. USA Today, three and a half stars. From Nothing to Something was supported by four singles, Diamonds, Return of the Hustle, Make Me Better, and Baby Don't Go. The album received generally positive reviews and was a commercial success. The album debuted at number two on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling 159,000 copies in its first week. It was certified gold by the, the Recording Industry Association of America. Okay, commercial performance. Um, hang on a second, guys. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right, from nothing to something at number two on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling 159,000 copies in its first week. This became Fabulous' fourth U.S. top 10 debut. In its second week, the album dropped to number nine on the chart, selling an additional 59,000 copies. On June 24th, 2007, the album was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America for sales of over 500,000 copies. 
As of October 2009, this, this sold over 566,000 copies in the United States, according to Nielsen SoundScan. All right. Um, okay. Yes, from nothing to something. Yep, I'm back. Change up featuring Akon. Make me better featuring Neo. Maybe don't go featuring T Pain. Returning to Hustle featuring Swiss Beats. Um, Gangster Don't Play featuring Junior Reed. Play Real Player Like featuring Lloyd. First Time featuring Rihanna. Diamonds featuring Young Jeezy. Brooklyn featuring Jay Z and Uncle Murder. Um, I'm the Man featuring Red Cafe. Jokes on You featuring Pusha T. What Should I Do featuring Lil Mo. This is Family featuring Ransom, Freck Billionaire, Red Cafe, Joe Button, and Paul Kane. And the iTunes store bonus tracks is um, Super I Shine, You Shine featuring McCabe. Chart Back featuring Blue Da Vinci. Okay. Um, of course, wait a second here. Um, of course, you have. Of course, you have sample credit. Okay, sample credits. Okay, baby, don't go contains interpolations from finer things in life written by Vincent Bell. Return of the Hustle contains resong lyrics from Cream, written by Dennis Coles, Robert Diggs, Gary Grice, Lamont Hawkins. Um. Isaac Hayes, Jason Hunter, um, Russell Jones, David Porter, Clifford Smith, and Corey Woods. Dynasty contains interpolations from Do the Damn Thing, written by John David Jackson, J.W. Jenkins, and Sharif Slater. Brooklyn contains samples from Biggie Tupac Live Freestyle, written by Tupac Shakur and Christopher Wallace, as Performed by Phone Master Flex and Big Cap. Okay. Um, Jokes on You contains samples from Born of a Gentle South, written by Bo Hansen and Kenny Hawkinson, as performed by Bo Hansen. This is Family contained a sample from I Can't Believe You Are Gone, written by Angela Bond and William Weatherspoon, as performed by the Barino Brothers. Um, okay, I'm not going to go over the personnel thing. You guys are more welcome to look that up yourself. Um, let's go to the charts. Um, okay, Swiss Albums. Peak position 55, UK albums 89, US Billboard 200, 2 US Top RB slash Hip Hop albums 1, US Billboard 200 position 98, US Top RB slash Hip Hop albums Billboard 29. And of course, it went gold, sold 500,000 certified units slash sales. Um, okay, all right, let's go to 
Hang on a minute, guys. All right. All right, we we can do this. Um okay, we're gonna go to um two more uh no four four more albums in the way. Okay. So Losel's Way is the fifth studio album by American rapper Fabulous. The album was released on July 28, 2009 by Desert Storm Records, Street Family Records, and Def Jam Recordings. Um, the album's first two singles were released simultaneously on May 26, 2009. Third in the Bag features Dream and My Time featuring, features Jeremiah. Two more singles were sus- was subsequently released. Everything, every day, everywhere, featuring Carrie Hilson and Money Goes Honey Stay featuring Jay-Z. Okay. Okay, throwing in the bag, May 12, 2009. My time, May 12, 2009. Everything, every day, everywhere, September 22nd, 2009. Money Goes Honey Stay. Uh, when the Money Goes Remix, November 11, 2009. Professional Ratings, Metacritic, 66 out of 100. About three stars, all music, three stars. The Boston Globe, Favorable, Entertainment Weekly, B+. Los Angeles Times, um, three and a half stars. Metro, Classic, Newsday, A. Um, Robert Criscow gave it a bomb. Don't know why. <laughs> Rolling Stone, three and a half stars. I'm sorry about that, folks. Um, yeah, three and a half stars. And USA Today, um, four stars. Yeah, sorry about that. My phone dropped. Um. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry, folks. Um, all right, so we go to background. All right, um, a deluxe album was released on the same day as the standard release. The edition features a bonus DVD, Losa's Way, the movie. The movie features Fabulous and three of his friends. Fabulous is leaving a restaurant when he is shot. His friends quickly rush Fabulous to the hospital, but are stopped by the police after running a red light. Fellow rapper Styles P has a role in the movie DJ Clue, DJ Khaled, DJK Swiss Beast, DJ Envy, and Ryan Leslie make cameo appearances. The movie Losa's Way runs for um 33 minutes and three seconds. No. Wait, 33 and 3303 minutes. Wow. Um, in order to view Losa's Way, the movie, the deluxe album Losa's Way must be purchased. Oh boy. So Losa's so Los Way got a score of 66 out of 100 from Metacritic based on positive reviews from music critics. Several critics pointed out that the album reviewed fabulous um, lyrical strengths and weaknesses. Slava? <laughs> Don't ask me how he got that name, man. <laughs> Oh man, Slava Cooperstein of Hip Hop DX gave the album a three point five out of 
five stars and stated that Losa's Way may be the first completely focused album Fabulous has ever dropped. And the results confirmed what all the types was, what, no, excuse me, what all the hype was for in the first place. Commercial success. Um, the album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, selling over 99,000 copies in its first week. It became Fabulous' first and only top to only album to top the chart. All right, we go to track listings right here. Um, no way, my time featuring Jeremiah. I'm gonna do it featuring Kobe. Feel like I'm back. Everything, every day, everywhere featuring Carrie Hilson and Ryan Leslie. Throwing in the bag featuring the Dream. Um, money goes, honey stay. When the money goes. Remix featuring Jay-Z, Salute featuring Lil Wayne, There He Go featuring Paul Kane, Red Cafe, and Freck Billionaire. The Fabulous Life featuring Ryan Leslie, Making Love featuring Neo, Last Time featuring Trey Songs, um, pa Pachanga, Lullaby, Stay featuring Marshall Ambrosius, I Miss My Love, iTunes store um, of bonus tracks is a toast to the good life European album exclusive. Um, L Pro, welcome to my workplace, Sean C and LV. Never let it go, featuring Keys, DJ Khalil, Bang Bangs, um, Sean C and LV. All right. Um, um, Canadian albums Billboard's peak position to um, 21. U.S. Billboard 200 um, peak position one. U.S. top R&B slash hip hop albums Billboard one. U.S. soundtrack albums Billboard one. Year end charts U.S. Billboard 200, 120 U.S. top R&B hip hop albums. Billboard 30, U.S. Soundtrack Albums, Billboard 9. Certifications, um, it was, um, gold, 500,000 certified units in sales. Okay, hold on. What did I do here? Um, okay, we're going to go over. Um, now, let me see. Okay. All right. Um. So the Young OG Project, um, is the sixth studio album by American rapper Fabulous. It was released on December twenty fifth, twenty fourteen, by Def Jam Recordings, Desert Storm Records, and Street Family Records. The album features guest appearances from Chris Brown, Velas, French Montana, Tish Hyman. <laughs> Damn, Hyman. <laughs> Don't ask me how you got that last name too, man. That shit is funny. <laughs> and more. It also includes production from vinyls, um, Boy Wanda, C Slick, no C Sick to be exact, and the Mechanics among others. Yavin supported by the Lone Single Lituation. Okay. Lituation 
was uh, released December 5th, 2014. Okay. Um, Fabulous said that the album would be very 90s inspired and 90s themed. I was introduced to hip hop in the 80s, but the 90s is when it flourished and you saw different people, different styles, and different regions emerge. It was was a very diverse and versatile time, and that's another reason why it sticks to me. He told MTV. He said that the whole goal for the album was about his perspective of the 90s, where he came from, and where he is today. He also said that it could bring back memories of the guys who really lived in it, and it could um, influence the people who didn't live it in it. They could also go in the vibe of it or look it up. Oh, look up the songs rather where it came from. All right. Um, so we go to the critical response right here. Um, so professional ratings, uh, all music, four and a half stars, DJ Boo, four stars, hip hop DX, four and a half stars. The Young OG project received positive reviews from music critics, Andrew Gretchko of Hip Hop DX said, in quote, it's an album filled with features Rich Homie Kwan, Chris Brown, French Montana, and even Kevin Hart, and beats that are a mix of the wavy electronic sounds so prevalent today and the anthemic, anthemic rhythms of 90s style tracks, each with plenty of bass to back the lyrics. With intros delivered by the Notorious B.I.G. Um, and even a sampling of Drake's fancy flow, um, the Young OG project has tracks for fans of the many um, subgenres of hip hop, from the '90s beats to both commercial and street hooks. Um. And while Fabulous may not excel on all of the album's bouncer tracks the way he does over the laid-back beats, his Christmas present to the world hits the right notes. David Jeffries of All Music said, in quote, while 2014 was supposed to be was supposed to see the sequel to Fabulous's 2009 release Losel's Way, the album The Young OG landed instead celebrating the rappers. Uh, love of 90s hip hop such as such old school act brand Nubian get a righteous tribute with the opening lituation but it takes until track 3 for the sound of the, the decade to power the aptly titled All Good while later Bish bounce <laughs> <laughs> Bumps like dash effects in their um in their prime. Otherwise, the 1990s influence is less palp um palpable as cloud rap beats um we good full stutters and dissolves and an appearance from comedian Kevin Hart during the digital diggable planets ish highlight cinnamon apple. 
Hmm. Okay. Make this an album for the 2014 and 2015 season, while guest appearance from which Homie Kwan, Chris Brown, and French Montana are as popular as they are contemporary. Still, Fabulous is invigorated by the sight. No, excuse me. The sl- this slight slide into the past and offers uh, numerous highlights, including the not yet mentioned ball drop, a great New Year's Eve cut where everything is renewed with a strong second line in support. Okay, commercial commercial performance. Um. Okay, the, the the album debuted at number 12 on the Billboard 200 chart with first week sales of 71,000 copies in the United States. In its second week, the album dropped to number 20 on the chart, selling 25,000 copies, bringing its total album sales to 96,000 copies. Okay, track listing. Situation. We good featuring Rich Homie Kwan, all good featuring Taurus B.I.G. You made me featuring Tish Hyman. I don't know why he got that last name. Um, she Wildin featuring um, Chris Brown, Ball Drop featuring French Montana, Bitch Bounce, Rap and Sex, Gone for the Winter featuring Vellis, Cinnamon Apple. <laughs> Featuring Kevin Hart, Young OG2, featuring Jackson Abir Harani, and of course, um, sample credits. All good contains samples of Juicy as performed by Notorious B.I.G. on slow motion, performed by Juvenile, featuring Soldier Slim, and I think I've got a good chance, part two by J.J. Barnes. Gone for the Winter contains a sample of Thief of Baghdad as performed by Lee Irwin. She Wilding contains a sample of Uchi Wally as performed by Nas and Bravehearts. Um, let's go over the charts. Um, U.S. Billboard 212, U.S. Top R&B slash Hip Hop Albums, Billboard 3, U.S. Top Rap albums Billboard 3. Um US top RB slash hip hop albums billboard position 33 year and charts. Okay, uh, okay. Um sorry about this guys. Um okay, personal no hold on. Okay, summertime shootout. Okay, summertime shootout three quarter summer ever is the seventh studio album by American rapper um, Fabulous, featuring no excuse me, re- released on November 29th, 2019 by Street Family Records, Rock Nation, and Def Jam Recordings. And hold on, guys, I don't know what happened here. Um, hold on a second. All right, let me just let me just do this. Um, so the album by okay, the album includes guest appearance from Two Chains, 
A Boogie with the hoodie, Chris Brown, David DeVito, Gucci Mane, Jacquees, um, Jeremiah, Josh K, Lil Dirk, Meek Mill, PNB, Roddy Rich, Tiana Taylor, Tory Lanez, Ty Dallasan, and YFN Lucci. The album also serves as the third and final installment of the Summertime Shootout series. Um, hang on a second, guys. I need to do a little quick change. Hang on a second, guys. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. Um, had to change shades real quick. Um. All right. The album also serves as the third and final installment of the Sometimes Shootout series. So. Oh yeah, released on July eighth, twenty eighteen. Choosy released October fourteenth, um, twenty nineteen. Bombs. Um, released November 15th, 2019. Professional ratings, rap reviews, 7 out of 10. Background. In August 2017, uh, Fabulous announced the project via his Instagram using the hashtag Summertime Shooting 3 on the way. On July 8th, 2018, the first single, Oh Yeah, featuring Ty Dallasan, was released. On October 14th, 2019, the second single, Choosy, featuring Jeremiah and DeVito, was released. On November 15th, 2019, the first single, Bombs, was released. On March 27th, 2020, the music video for Cold Summer was released and directed by Diego Cruz. In early April 2020, Fabulous started the hashtag Cold Summer Challenge on Instagram during the COVID-19 pandemic, aka Slamdemic, of course, lockdown, allowing fans and other artists to share their creativity by performing a freestyle over the instrumental using the hashtag. Released 10 days before the release of the album, uh, Fabulous posted a 30-second trailer for the album on his Instagram along with its release date. A week Later, the track list and the cover art for the album was revealed. Commercial performance, Summertime Shootout 3, Coldest Summer Ever, debuted at number 7 on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, earning 44,000 album equivalent units, of which 6,000 were pure album sales in in its first week, becoming Fabulous's um, seventh U.S. top ten on the chart. All right. Um. So we're gonna go over the track listings right here. Um. So we got Cold Summer, Bombs, Talk to Me Nicely featuring Meat Mill, Cap featuring Lil Durk, Gone for the Summer featuring A Boogie with the Hoodie, Season Change featuring Tory Lanez, Punk Ass. <laughs> Bay Dreaming featuring YF and Lucci. 
<laughs> my my mind featuring um featuring on um, Jacquees. We got Shoozy featuring Jeremiah and DeVito. Oh yeah, featuring Ty Dallasine. We have options featuring PNB Rock, Gucci Mane, and Two Chains. Insecure on uh, Frenemies featuring Josh K. Time featuring Roddy Rich. Um, Us versus the World featuring Chris Brown and Tiana Taylor. Too late featuring Jeremiah. Um, of course, Bombs contains a sample from Sirius, written by Alan Parsons and Eric Wilson, as performed by the Alan Parsons Project. Gone for the Summer contains a sample from Mix Up Moods and Attitudes, performed by the Fantastic Four. <clears throat> Seasons Change contained a sample of Sometime performed by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. My Mind contains a sample from Missing You performed by Case. Options contain a sample from Love is Missing from My Lives performed by the Dells and the Dramatics. Insecure contains an, an, an interpolation from Song Cry written by Jay-Z and a sample from I Love a Girl performed by The Dream. Frenemies contain an interpolation for Friends performed by Houdini and a sample from The Vibes is Right as performed by Barrington Levy. Us versus the World contains both a sample and, and, and an interpolation from some cut performed by Trillville. Um, okay, go to the weekly charts right here. We have Canadian albums 39, US Billboard 200, 7 US top RB slash hip hop albums, Billboard 3, year end charts, US top RB hip hop albums, Billboard 94. All right. Um, so we're gonna go over one more album. I'm not gonna have time to get to anything else as far as like, and I didn't even know he did movies and stuff, but I'm not even gonna really get into all that. So we're gonna go over Friday on M Street. Okay. Um, Friday on M Street, originally titled Freddy vs. Jason, is a, is a collaborative studio album by American rappers Fabulous and Jadakiss. It was released on November 24, 2017 by Street Family Records, Rock Nation, D-Block Records, Def Jam Recordings. The album is preceded by one single standoff featuring Future. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see. Stand Up was released October 31st, 2017. Fabulous and Jadakiss have collaborated on a number of tracks, including Respected, The Hope, BET, Young Jeezy's Old Young Jeezy's OJ, and Troy Al's Do Me No Favors. The, the album is the speculated horror theme suggested by the title named after two of the horror's most popular villain villains 
rather. Um, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. On January 7, 2017, Fabulous and Case had an interview with Hip Hop DX, and Fab described the theme of the album during the interview. End quote. Jason, you knew he was a, a killer. You knew his work, and you knew what he'd do. Freddy was a killer, and he might be a little more witty because he talked more. The Jason character didn't really say much, but you knew he was there. You can't even escape it. Once you heard those footsteps, you knew he was in the area. Um, there's a lot of comparisons when you want to compare to things, but that was one of the ones we were looking at with Freddy versus Jason. When it came to villains, they were always the two that were brought up. So, releasing pr promotion. Let me get myself a little comfortable here. Um, all right. So, on February 29, 2016, Fabulous posted a picture on on Instagram with Jadakiss with the caption, Freddy versus Jason coming soon. This indicates that Fabulous and Jadakiss are releasing the joint um, mixtape title, Freddy vs. Jason. On March 31st, 2016, Fabulous releases a snippet of a Metro Boomin produced song on Instagram that will appear on the album. On April 2nd, 2016, Fabulous and Jadakiss released a freestyle of Futures Wicked from his mixtape, Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Not the movie, folks. <laughs> that same day, Jadakiss tweeted um, hashtag Freddy versus Jason to promote the album. Um, on March 16, 2016, Fabris confirmed he was releasing a project with Jadakiss. Oh, yeah, man. He came to my party out at CIAA in Charlotte. And we was talking about doing a couple of things, and one was to do a mixtape. I want to do a mixtape, but we're going to go through iTunes, too. In October 2016, Lenny Kodak Lens, Santiago <laughs> Kodak Lens. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, any anytime I read something like someone's name or whatever, it's always gonna be funny though. So just so just bear with me, folks. <laughs> um, senior vice president of Rock Nation told fans to prepare for the joint project. Be excited about Fabulous and Jadakiss and what they've been talking about for months. He told Wrap Up on January seventeenth, twenty seventeen, the official trailer for the album was released. It's a band, uh, excuse me, a blend of the Blair Witch Project, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the 13th. It's about a young woman running for her life, only to be disappointed in tears and haunted by a familiar yet frightening tune. On November 21st, 2017, excuse me, um, the track list was um, officially revealed and the album's title was changed to Friday on Elm Street as legal issues prevented the duo from naming it Freddy versus Jason. Okay. 
Um, on January 13, 2017, the promotional single Rapture featuring Tory Lane's punk ass was released. <laughs> the song was produced by Vinyls and Cam Obi, which samples Anita Baker's Caught Up in the Rapture. The album's lead single, Stand Up, featuring Future, was released on October 31, 2017. Friday on Elm Street debuted at number 10 on the billboard 200 with 35,000 album equivalent units of which 20,000 were purest album sales it is fabulous six u.s top 10 album and data cases fifth okay um we go to the track listing right here f versus j intro Stand Up featuring Future, theme music featuring Swiss Beats, Ground Up, Soul Food, Principles, Talk About It featuring Tiana Taylor, All About It featuring French Montana, I Pray featuring Swiss Beats, Ice Pick performed by Jada Kiss featuring Styles P. Nightmares Ain't As Bad performed by Fabulous. Stand Up remix featuring Future, Yo Gotti, and Jeezy. Um, okay, the sample credits F versus J intro contains samples of You Are a Customer by EPMD and I'm Glad You Are Mine by Al Green. Theme music contains a sample of Far Cry by Marvin Gaye. Ground Up contains a sample of Breakthrough by Isaac Hayes. Soul Food contains a sample of I'm Willing to Run All the Way by Glenn Jones and the Modulations. Talk About It contains a sample of Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. I didn't know that. I Pray contains a sample of Hands of God by Adrian Young. Okay, we're going to go to the charts. U.S. Billboard 200, peak position 10, U.S. Top R&B slash Hip Hop Albums. Billboard three. All right. Now we could go to the next person, which is Frank Ocean. Um, all right. Frank Ocean, born October 20, 28th, 1987, is an American singer, songwriter, record producer, rapper, photographer, and visual artist. He is recognized for his idiosyncratic, which is named which is which is also the name of the name of the show, the Idiosyncratic Podcast by George Cruz. If you don't know about him, you go to Spotify, you look up the Idiosyncratic Podcast, and you listen to his episodes. It's pretty it's pretty lit and good though, man. Just just putting it out there, folks. Um, musical style, introspective, and ele- ele- um, uh, oh, excuse me, elip songwriting and wide vocal range music critics have credited him with revitalizing jazz and funk influence R&B as well as advancing the genre through his experimental approach he is considered a representative artist of alternative R&B and he's only 33 Ocean began his music career, musical career as a ghostwriter prior to 
joined the Hip Hop Collective Odd Future in 2010. In 2011, Ocean releases critically successful debut mixtape Nostalgia um, Ultra and subsequently secured a recording contract with Def Jam Recordings, drawing on electro funk, pop soul, jazz funk, and psychedelia. Ocean's debut studio album, Channel Orange, (laughs) oh man, was one of the most acclaimed albums of 2012. It was nominated for Album of the Year and won Best Urban Contemporary Album at the 2013 Grammy Awards, while the album hit single Thinking About You garnered Ocean a nomination for Record of the Year. Following a four-year hiatus, Ocean released a visual project, Endless, in 2016 to fulfill contractual obligations with Def Jam before self-releasing his highly anticipated second album, Blonde, a a day later. Blonde debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 and was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. Encompassing experimental soul and psychedelic rock, the album was acclaimed by critics and Ocean was praised for challenging the conventions of contemporary R&B and pop music. Among Ocean's awards are the two Grammy Awards, a Brit Award for International Male Solo Artists in 2013 and in NME Award for Best International Male Artist in 2017. He was included in the 2013 edition of the Times list of the 100 influential people in the world and the 2017 edition of the Forbes 30 under 30. Two of his studio albums have been listed in Rolling Stone's 500 greatest albums of all time. Both Insider and the Wall Street Journal regarded Ocean as the most dominant artist of the 2010s decade. As a photographer, he worked with Vogue at the annual Met Gala and the British fashion magazine ID premiered in 2017. He also has his on Beats One radio show, Blinded Radio. <laughs> what? <laughs> Blinded Radio. <laughs> this is laughable, folks. This is so fucking laughable right there. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh man, that that often premieres his new singles. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. So let's get out of there. Um okay. In August 2021 of this year, Ocean announced the launch of Homer. <laughs> Not to be mistaken for Homer Simpson from The Simpsons and the home run, folks. <laughs> A luxury jewelry company of his own design. So we're going to go to 
Okay. For those of you who may not know who Ocean is, Ocean was born on October 28, 1987 in Long Beach, California. When he was five years old, he and his family relocated to New Orleans. Ocean was first introduced to music through his mother, who would often play jazz music on her car stereo, as well as albums by Celine Dion and Anita Baker and the soundtrack to Phantom of the Opera. He later frequented New Orleans jazz bars and parlors, which encouraged him to begin recording his own music. In order to raise funds for recording time, he performed several jobs as a teenager, such as washing cars, mowing lawns, and walking his neighbor's dogs. After graduating from John Array High School in New Orleans in 2005, Ocean enrolled in the University of New Orleans to study English. However, Hurricane Katrina struck New Orleans in, two, or in August 2005 destroying his home and personal recording facility and forcing him to transfer to the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Um, he stayed there for a brief time before dropping out to focus on his music career. Okay. Yes. In 2006, Ocean moved to Los Angeles to pursue his music career working at various fast food and service jobs to support himself. In less than three years, he established himself as a songwriter under the name Larry, Larry Bro. Oh, Lonnie Bro, to be exact. After getting a songwriting deal, Ocean wrote songs for artists, including Justin Bieber, Beyonce, John Legend, and Brandy. Ocean later said of his work at the time, there was a point where I was composing for other people and it might have been comfy to continue to do that and enjoy that income stream and the um, anomaly. Okay. But that's not why I moved away from school and away from my family. He adopted the stage name Frank Ocean and, and join Los Angeles based hip hop collective um, Odd Future, whom he had met in 2009. His friendship with Odd Future member Tyler the Creator re reinvigorated Ocean songwriting. In late 2009, he met Tricky Stewart, <laughs> who helped him sign a writing contract with Def Jam Recordings. Ocean felt neglected by the label and began working on his mixtape on his own without their input. Yeah. Yeah, and being independent without without a bunch of yes men is actually a good thing. And I actually stress this enough though. Um that you know you don't want a bunch of people telling you what you can or can't do. Um so February 16, 2011, Ocean self-released the resulting mixtape Nostalgia um, Ultra online for free. The mixtape received critical acclaim. The mixtape focuses on interpersonal relationships, personal reflection, and social commentary. NPR's Andrew Nas said Ocean songwriting is smart and sub subtle. Subtle. Um, setting him apart from the pack. Rolling Stone Magazine's journal Wiener. <laughs> Whoa, ho, ho, ho. 
Oh man, this is this is so this is another last name that's so fucking laughable, man. <laughs> Wiener <laughs> wrote that Ocean was a gifted avant on B smooth smoothie. Oh wow. <laughs> In April 2011, Ocean stated that his relationship with Death Jam has strengthened since the release of the Nostalgia Ultra, the mixtape made Ocean widely known and led to his collaborations with rappers Jay-Z and Kanye West. Ocean first appeared with Tyler, the creator's music video for the single Sheet from Tyler's debut album, studio album, um, Goblin. His first performance was in collaboration with Our Future at the 2011 Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival where he later joined them for their first tour across the east coast of the United States. May On May 19, 2011, Ocean's record label Def Jam announced its plan to re-release on Nostalgia Ultra as an EP. The single Novocaine was released to iTunes in May 2011, and the EP originally was set to be released the next month but was delayed. Hmm. In June 2011, Olsen revealed that he would work on the upcoming Kanye West and Jay-Z collaborative um, album, Watch the Throne. Olsen co-wrote and featured on two tracks, No Church in the Wild and Made, Made in America on July 28, 2011, a song titled Thinking About You leaked on the internet. It was later revealed the song was a reference track written by Ocean for Rock Nation. Um, artist Bridget Kelly, um, who's also a podcast host for the city, I think is podcast, um, debut studio album. Kelly renamed the song Thinking About Forever in September 2011. A music video directed by High Five Collective for Ocean's version was released. Yet this song still appeared on Kelly's debut EP, Every Girl. In August 2011, Frank Ocean made his first appearance on the cover of the publication, The Fader, in its 75th issue. Channel Orange. Ocean released the cover of art for his studio album, lead single title, Thinking About You, revealing the song will be re- re- released to digital retails on April 10, 2012. However, a month later, a remastered um, version of the song had already leaked about the prospective single he had, he said, end quote. It succinctly defines me as an artist for where I am right now, and that was the aim, he said, of the follow-up to his acclaimed Nostalgia Ultra. It's about the stories. If I write 14 stories that I love, then the next step is to get the environment of music around it to best envelope the story and all kinds of sonic goodness. <clears throat> in 2012, Ocean released his debut studio album, Channel Orange, to universal acclaim from critics who later, ne- later named it the best album of the year in the HMV's poll of polls. It also earned 
Olsen six Grammy Award nominations and was credited by some writers for moving the R&B genre in a different, in a different, more challenging direction. Considered as Ocean's first commercial release on a traditional record label, Channel Orange featured unconventional songs that were noted for their storytelling and social commentary and a dense musical fusion that drew on jazz, soul, and R&B, funk, and electronic music also influenced his album. The songs about unrequited love and particular received the most attention partly because of ocean's announcement prior to the album's release when he revealed that his first love was a man okay the announcement made global headlines and some critics compared its cultural impact to when david bowie revealed that he was bisexual in 1972 Channel Orange debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 and sold 131,000 copies in its first week. The majority of its first week sales were digital copies from iTunes, while approximately 3,000 of the sales were physical copies. On January 30th, Channel Orange was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America by September 14th. Um, excuse me, September 2014. It has sold 621 copies, according to Nielsen SoundScan. Ocean promoted the album with his 2012 summer tour, which featured final appearances at the Coachella and Lollapalooza festivals. At the 2013 Brit Awards, Ocean won the Brit Award for International Male Solo Artist. On May 28th, Ocean announced the You Are Not Dead 2013 tour, a 14-date European and Canadian tour that began on June 16, 2013, in Munich. He had been scheduled to perform at the first night of Ovalfest on August 4th, 2013. However, he was forced to cancel his appearance due to a small vocal cord injury. The first night of the music festival was subsequently canceled and James Blake was booked to appear during the second night as Ocean's replacement. Ocean appeared on John Mayer's album Paradise Valley as a featured artist on a song called Wildfire. So from 2013 to 2016, Endless and Blonde. In February 2013, um, Ocean confirmed that he had started work on his second album, which he continued, you know, excuse me, he confirmed would be another concept album. He revealed that he was working with Tyler, the creator, Pharrell Williams, and Danger Mouse. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Danger Mouse on Danger Mouse on the record. Oh boy. He later stated that he was being influenced by the Beach Boys and the Beatles. He stated he was interested in collaborating with um um Tommy 
Impala and King Cruel. And uh, he would record part of the album in Bora Bora. On March 10, 2014, the song Hero was made available for free download on SoundCloud. The song is a collaboration of Mick Jones, Paul uh, Simonin, and Diplo, and is a part of Converse's Three Artists One Song series. In April 2014, Ocean stated that his second album was nearly finished. In June, Billboard reported that the single was working with a strong a string of artists such as Happy Perez. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Whom he worked with on Nostalgia Ultra. Charlie Gambetta and Kevin Reistro. While producers Hip Boy Rodney Jenkins Oh, Jerkins, rather, um, Danger Mouse, <laughs> were also said to be on co- on board. On November 29th, um, 2014, Ocean released a snippet of a new song supposedly from uh, his upcoming following up to Channel Orange called Reminds on his official Tumblr page. The Guardian described the song as a song which affirms that despite reportedly changing labels and management, he has maintained both his experimentation and sense of um, melancholy in the intervening years. On April 2015, Ocean announced that his follow-up to Channel Orange would be released in July. The album was ultimately not released in July with no explanation given for its delay. The publication was rumored to be called Boys Don't Cry, and the album was slated to be featured the aforementioned remarks. In February 2016, Ocean was featured on Kanye West's album The Life of Pablo on the track Wolves, along with Vic Mensa and Sia Furler. A month later, the song was re-edited by Wes and Ocean's part was separated and listed on the track list as its own song titled Frank's Track. <clears throat> okay. Um. Okay. Um, I'm not going to read too much of this. Um, I'm probably going to actually, you know, skip all of this. So let's go to the impact. Okay, Ocean is among the most acclaimed artists in of his generation. Music critics have credited credited him with revitalizing pre-contemporary R&B as well as approaching the genre differently to his contemporaries through his use of other genres, including experimental, electro, rock, and psychedelic. His distinctive sound and style have influenced numerous artists of various music genres. Both Insider and the Wall Street Journal regarded Ocean as the most dominant artist of the 2010s decade. He was included in the 2013 edition of the Times list of the 100 most influential people in the world and the 2017 edition of the Forbes 30 Under 30. Andy Kalman of All Music said, Frank Ocean has been 
one of the more fascinating figures in the contemporary music since his early 2010s arrival. A singer and songwriter whose awful output has defied rigid classification as R&B, he has nonetheless pushed that genre forward with seemingly offhanded yet imaginatively detailed narratives in which he was alternated between yearning romantic and easy going bragging. Okay. Culture critic Nelson George asserts that along with Miguel Ocean has staked out ground where he is not competing with those hit driven commercial R&B acts and is cultivating a sound that balances adult content um concerns with a sense of young men trying to un- understand their own desires um an apt description of ocean particularly writing for insider cali um uh, said that ocean changed our very understanding of modern music and that he discusses themes like youth, innocence, lost love, loneliness, desire, and more, more mortality in his music in a way that feels fresh and extraordinary and makes the introspective sound universal and transcendent, which is why he's one of the defining artists of our time. Hang on. <clears throat> Okay, Jacob Samson of Business Society said that Ocean isn't just one of the most important artists in pop. He's one of the most important artists in all music. In a GQ article titled, Why Frank Ocean is a Musical Icon, John Savage described Ocean as one of the pop elite, a true pop star of today and a consummate contemporary artist in every sense who is immersed in new sonic possibilities, one who is deeply committed to artistic exploration and in most profound sense. Savage praised Ocean for taking R&B to a new level through construction, constructing rather startling sound pitches that fit his lyrics pitchfork regarded ocean as a master of confessional songwriting earning a cult icon status with his enigmatic persona and idiosyncratic approach to pop okay now i didn't know he was into photography so let's read this um on, on August 20th, 2016, Ocean released a 360-page magazine, Boys Don't Cry, alongside his second album, Blonde. The fashion and automobile-themed publication contains the photo projects from Wolfgang Tillman's, Vivian Sessons, Tyrone LeBron, um, Ren Hang, Holly Weir, Michael Mayron, and Ocean himself. Four months later, British magazine print published another photo work from 
Ocean, Frank Ocean. On May 1st, 2017, Ocean attended a annual Met Gala as a special photographer for Vogue. On October 23rd, 2017, he made two covers and a visual essay for British Fashion Magazine. Okay, now we go to now we go to the awards and nominations. Well, I don't know. Well, he doesn't have nominations, but he only got like, damn. So, so, um, let me see. I don't think he has anything. Let me see if he has any, um. So, let's go to the songs and lyrics. Novocaine, obviously, swim good. Um, so Novocaine tells a narrative of a girl making a living off doing porn while attending dental school. Swim good is a song which Frank wrote about a murder suicide. Oh boy. So, um, okay. So the album begins with a melodic cover of Strawberry Swing by English alternative rock band Coldplay, Con O'Neill. Of the Miscellany News writes that the cover begins the album with so much atmosphere you almost melt into it and then spreads you over an apocalyptic swan song. Hmm. Hold on. Let's see what I got. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to read all this. Um, just want to um, get to critical reception. So, okay. Uh, Metacritic, 83 out of 100. On music, four stars. The AV Club, B. The Boston Phoenix, three stars. Fact, three, three out of five. MSN Music, A. Pitchfork, 7.8 out of 10. Rap Reviews, 7.5 out of 10. Sp- but Nick Music, 3.5 out of 5. Now, I'm not going to do all this, actually. You guys are more welcome to actually look through this yourself. Um, I'm actually going to... Let me see. Um, okay, so we're going to go to the critical reception, actually. Okay, so from Channel Orange, thinking about you. Pyramids, April, 20, April 17, 2012. Pyramids, June 8, 2012. Sweet Life, July 6, 2012. Lost, December 17, 2012. Super Rich Kids, March 17, 2013. Um, of course, of course, um, Channel Orange has an unconventional music style drawing on electro funk, pop, soul, jazz funk, psychedelic music, and non-musical sounds such as film dialogue and ambient noise that function as interludes vocally ocean uses a free form flow as well as alternate alternating falsetto and tenor registers throughout the album his song going explores themes of re unrequited love the cadence class and drugs through the use of surrealistic imagery. Converse, 
sensational devices and descriptive narratives depicting dark characters. He titled the album as a reference to the neurological phenomenon, um, graphene color synesthesia, through which he perceived the color orange during the summer he felt he first fell in love. Okay. All right, I'm not gonna be able to go through all of this, so I'm really trying to really, you know, keep this together. Um, so we go to critical reception. Um, any decent music, 8.9 out of 10. Metacritic, 92 out of 100. Um, all music, five stars. The Daily Telegraph, five stars. The Guardian, five stars. The Independent, four stars. MSN Music, A minus, NME, 7 out of 10, Pitchfork, 9.5 out of 10, Rolling Stone, 4 stars, Spin, 9 out of 10, USA Today, 4.5 stars. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to read all this, though, so let's, um, I want to get to the other, other critical um reception in terms of, and he only made three albums? Damn. He only made three albums. God damn. Um so alright. I'm not gonna have time to read all this. So got some movies to go over. And the TV show. So let's go to this. Um any decent music, 8.4 out of 10. Metacritic, 87 out of a hundred. All music. Four and a half stars, The Daily Telegraph, four stars, Entertainment Weekly, A, The Guardian, five stars, Observer, four stars, Pitchfork, 9.0 out of 10, Rolling Stone, four stars, Spin, eight out of 10, The Times, four stars, Vice, Expert Witness, B+. Yeah, I'm not going to have time to read all this, so you guys are more welcome to actually, you know, um, you know, do all this. So let's go to, okay, so we go to the charts, Australian albums, one, Belgium albums, one, Belgium albums, um, seven, Canadian albums, two, Danish albums, one, Dutch albums, two, Finnish albums, four, Irish albums, two, Italian albums, six, New Zealand um, albums one, Norwegian albums one, Scottish albums one, Swedish albums two, UK um, albums one, U US Billboard 201, uh, US Top R&B and Hip Hop albums one, year and credits, Australian albums um, 38, Australian Urban albums six, Belgian albums one, 118 Danish albums 38, New Zealand albums 29, Swedish albums 89, UK albums 87, US Billboard 200, US top RB slash hip hop albums 9. 2017 Danish albums 35, New Zealand albums 48, US Billboard 200, 102, US top RB hip hop albums 85. 2018 Danish albums 86 US 
Billboard 200, 165. 2019, Danish albums, 96. U.S. Billboard 200, 168. Um, 2020, Belgium albums, 153. Danish albums, 76. U.S. Billboard 200, 130. Denmark, um, double platinum, 40,000 certified units. United Kingdom, gold, 100,000 certified units in sales. United States Platinum, 1 million certified unit sales. All right. All right, finally, we could go to some, um, we're going to go through, um, all right, let's go through, um, let's go through tripping. All right. Um, okay. Tripping is a 1999 comedy film directed by David um Rainer and starring Dion Richard, um, Maya Campbell, Donald Faison, and Guy Tory. The film provided one of Anthony Anderson's earliest film roles. Okay. Um, so, of course, um, nah, I'm not gonna go through its plot though, man. Let's go to, um, production notes uh so tripping was filmed on location in california in the cities of los angeles and long beach in 1998 narborn high school in harbor city was used for most of the film school shots harbor city in los angeles was also a location used for filming as some of the film scenes take place on the rms queen mary the working title of the film while it was in production was G's Trippin', but this was later shortened to its before release. Um, oh boy. Yeah, I'm not going to read the plot, man. You guys are more welcome to actually look up this synopsis yourself. Um, so, the reception. Trippin' was poorly received by critics on Rotten Tomatoes. It has an approval rating of 18%. Based on 28 reviews, the film made 2,000, no, excuse me, 2 million, it made $2,527,909. It's opening weekend and gross a total of $9,017,070. Well, it's not that much. Okay. It's not that much to really gather. So let's go to another movie. Um, although, um, let's see. Hang on a second, guys. Okay. Let me straighten this thing. Okay. Um. So our next movie is Jason's Lyric, uh, it, it, which is a 1994 American erotic romantic drama film, written by Bobby Smith, um, Jr., directed by Doug McHenry, who co-produced the film with George Jackson and Marilla Lane Ross, and starring Alan Payne, Jay Pickett Smith. Joaquin 
Woodbine, um, Tretch, Eddie Griffin, Lamar Tate, Lisa Nicole Carson, and Forrest Whitaker. Set in Win Third Ward, Houston, Texas, the film is a story about misunderstood young black adults learning how to deal with love and maturity. Okay. Now, like I said, man, I'm not going to read the plot, um, but I am going to go over the reception. Um, okay. So, Jason's lyric received generally positive reviews from critics. It currently has a 61% rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 23 reviews with a weighted average of 5.9 out of 10. The site's consensus reads, in quote, Jason's Lyric is a sexually charged film <laughs> whose violent streaks weakens or depending on perspectives supports the melodrama. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Roger even gave the movie praise for its cast performances. Director Don McHenry's lyrical touches to the poetic aesthetics of Bobby Smith Jr.'s script and its willingness to tackle dramatic themes that New, New Jack City and Sugar Hill also, also explored. Concluding that, in quote, it's not this. It's not some little plot-bound genre formula. It's invigorating how much confidence it has and how much space it allows itself. Deborah Young from Variety praised the performances of Whitaker, Payne, and Woodbine, and the visual settings created by McHenry and cinematographer. Francis Kenny, but felt the film script stumbles into a lame love story and ends in a conventional shootout and bloodbath. God damn. Peter Rayner of the Los Angeles Times called the film a terribly earnest melodrama with king-sized ambitions, commending the filmmakers of their overall attempt at artistic cinema but found it overextended and unbelievable both as love stories and as urban tragedy in response to his review filmmaker on Jamal Fanaka gave high praise to the film's two main leads its supporting cast and direction of McHenry he also counteracted Rainer's opinion of the sex scenes being there to to raise the film's box office, saying that its target demographic want to see romantic stories that feature two blackheads in said scenes, and that the film offers them a sort of somatic sexual healing. All right, Marvin. All right, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's Weekly. Um, Lisa Schwartzbaum gave it a C, writing that she found the brotherly storyline between Jason and Joshua more compelling than the main romantic plot, saying that the latter was so dense with big themes strung together that character development suffers. And the emotional sum is less than the interconnection of its tragedy one-on-one parts. 
In a review for the New York Times, Karen James criticized the filmmaking for being overly stylized with its poetic aspirations and making the plot twist unintentionally confusing rather than deliberately holding back information with its editing. She called Jason's lyric a muddled film that <laughs> damn that takes a stuttered a standard urban action movie and adds a, a veneer of overwrought romance. Oh wow. Wow. Wow, that's crazy, man. So um so yeah, this is this is crazy, man. Are you serious? So this is a singles from the soundtrack. So you will know a release October fourth, nineteen eighty four. If you think you're lonely now, release um February seventh, nineteen eighty five. Crazy Love, June twentieth, nineteen eighty five. Professional ratings. All music um for five other stars excuse me um many artists contributed to this effort including aaron hill after seven i'll be sure boys to man brian mcknight christopher williams drs dirty rotten scoundrels damian hall el debarge joe vert h tom ic joe keith sweat and kravitz joe and little the third um Little Joe from the Rude Boys, Portrait, R. Kelly, Silk, Silvery, Stokely Williams, Tevin Campbell, Tony, 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 uh, Usher, and Snoop Dogg. The album peaked at number 17 on the Billboard 200 and topped the top R&B hip-hop albums chart. Um, okay. So... The track listings goes like this. You will know performed by Black Man United. Forget I was G. Whitehead Brothers. <laughs> oh, man. Candyman, L. Cool J. If Trouble Was Money, performed by Mick Condition and Albert Collins. Just Like My Papa, performed by Tony, Tony, Tony. If you are, if you think you are lonely now, um, KC. Rodeo Style, um, Jamisia Chad, Dr. Seuss, Elliot Bennett. Up and Down, performed by Jay Quest. Walk Away, performed by The Five Footers. Love is the Key, performed by LSD. Normal Love, performed by DRS. Crazy Love, performed by Brian McKnight. That's How It Is, performed by Ahmad. First Round Draft Pick, performed by Twins. <clears throat> Brothers and Sisters, performed by J.O. Felony. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> this this city needs help, performed by Buddy Guy. Um, nigga Scenes the Blues, performed by Spice One. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesse James, performed by Scarface. Love is Still Enough, performed by Savory. Um, Many Rivers to Cross, Performed by um, Narada, Michael Walden, um, Aletta Jones. Okay. As we go to the chart, 
um u.s billboard 200 peak position 17 u.s top r&b hip-hop albums billboard one year and charts 1984 u.s top r&b hip-hop albums billboard 33 u.s billboard 200 112 um u.s top r&b hip-hop albums billboard 21. okay and we are going to go to uh, one of the one of the movies that I've seen already, which is Love Jones. All right. Um. Okay. So Love Jones is a 1997 American romantic drama film written and directed by Theodore Witcher. No, <laughs> don't ask me how you got that last name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! In this feature day film debut, it stars Lawrence Tate, Neilan, Isaiah Washington, Bill Bellamy, and Lisa Nicole Carson. Okay. Two of the poems recited by Neilan's character Nina were written by Sonia Sanchez and are included in the in her book "Likes the Singing," coming off the drums love poems. Although the movie received favorable critical reviews, it was not a financial success it has however a cult following for its realistic characters and an orthodox take on the romantic genre it is theodore rich's only directorial work to date i'm not gonna go over the synopsis you guys are more welcome to actually look that up yourself um so here we go on rotten tomatoes the film holds a 70 Three percent approval rating by critics and a high audience rating, ninety-seven percent. That reflects its cult status. Roger Ebert awarded the film three out of four stars and expressed the view that, in quote, there is also about to the unconventional in the ending of the of his film, of his film. Um, Many love the stories um, contrived to get their characters together at the end. This one contrives not to keep them apart, but to bring them to a bittersweet awareness that is above simple love. Some audience members would probably prefer a romantic embrace in the sunset as the music swells, but Love Jones is too smart for that. He also noted on the acting, it's hard to believe that Tate so smooth, literate, and attractive here played the savage killer old dog in Menace to Society, which I already reviewed um, episodes ago. Um, Nia Long was Brandy, one of the girls, but one of the girls' friends in Boys in the Hood, I, which is another one I also reviewed already. Love Jones extend their range to put it mildly. James Boninelli also awarded the film three out of four stars for real reviews. And he determined that there are several reasons why this film works better than the common garden variety love story. To begin with, the setting and texture are much different than that of most mainstream romances. The culture in which post-college African Americans mingle while 
pursuing careers and relationships represent a significant change from what we're used to. The sanctuary that the intimate Chicago nightclub where Darius and Nina met meet is rich in its eclectic bluesy atmosphere. And Love Jones's dialogue is rarely trite. When the characters open their mouths, it usually is because they have something intelligent to say, not because they're trying to fill up dead air with meaning, meaningless words. Oh boy. That's interesting. That's interesting right there. Um, so there's that's crazy, man. Um, we got one more one more thing to to actually go over in this dynasty. So hang on as I take a drink. Um all right. All right, I did not expect this episode to be over two hours. I do apologize for that, but it was mainly it was mainly because I was going over all the albums that Fabulous did. So, so that's pretty much on me. So I'm not even tripping off of that. As long as I get a full episode, that's what really matters to me. Um, so Dynasty. Okay, Dynasty is an American television series based on the 1980s primetime soap opera of the same name, developed by Josh Schwartz, Stephanie Savage, oh shit, <laughs> and Sally Patrick, the first season stars Elizabeth Gillies as Fallon Carrington, Grant Show as her father, Blake Carrington, Natalie Kelly as Blake's new wife, Crystal, and... James James McKay as his son Stephen, with Robert Christopher Riley as chauffeur Michael Cohane, Sam Adigo as tech billionaire Jeff Colby, Rafael De La Fuente as Sam, Sammy Joe Jones, Sammy oh, no excuse me, Critic Crystal's nephew. And Stevens love interest and Alan Dale as Joseph Andrews. Um, the Carrington um major domo. Um, the series later introduced Alexis Carrington, um, Nicolette Sheridan slash Elaine Hendricks. Blake's and Jeff's ex-wife and the mother of Adam, Stephen, Fallon, and Amanda, um, Anders' daughter, Kirby, Matt, Madison Brown. Blake's third wife, Crystal Jennings, Anna, Brenda, Contreras, Daniela Alonzo, um, Blake and Alexis Long, Mrs. Son, Adam, Carrington, Sam Underwood, Blake's half-sister, and Jeff. And Monica's mother, Dominique Devereaux, Michael, Michelle, um, Fallon's husband, Ian Ridley, Adam Huber, and Alexis' daughter by Blake, Amanda Carrington, 
Eliza Bennett. Okay. All right, I'm going to cut to the chase so I can wrap this um, episode up. All right, so we're going to go to... Um, Okay, let's go to let's go to the premise since since I'm already here. All right, I'm sorry about that. Um, all right, um, hang on. No, I'm good. I'm 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 not on mute, so I'm not on mute, so I'm good. Um. Dynasty begins with um, Alice Fallon Carrington, unhappy to find her billionaire father Blake engaged to Crystal, a rival employee at the family company, when Fallon's um, <clears throat> machinations to separate the couple backfire and cost her a promotion. She allies with Blake's nemesis and former employee Jeff Colby and strikes out on her own. Meanwhile, the arrival of Crystal's um, uh, opportunistic nephew Sam who becomes romantically involved with Fallon's wayward brother Stephen threatens to expose Crystal's shady past. The characters form a united front in the wake of the suspicious death of Crystal's former lover but things at the mansion do not remain harmonious for long. Later more characters return to Atlanta with agendas of their own, including Blake's ex-wife, Alexis, Stephen, and Fallon's um, mother, Adam, uh, Blake and Alexis, Lawrence's son, and Dominique, Blake's half-sister, and Jeff and Monica's mother. The reboot updates several elements from the 1980s original, including moving the setting from Denver, Colorado to Atlanta, Georgia, making Stephen's homosexuality a nonsense to Blake, and changing gold digger Sammy Joe from a woman to a gay man. Oh, gosh. <sighs> man. Additionally, in a new series, both Blake, Blake's new wife and her nephew are Hispanic, and both chauffeur Michael Cohen and the Colby family are African-American. All right. Um, um, we're going to go to the reception. Um. Yeah, we're gonna go to the reception, man. Um, so critical response. Uh, the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes reported a 49% approval rating with an average rating of 6.54 out of 10 based on 47 reviews. The website consensus reads, in quote, Dynasty's revival retains enough of its predecessors over the top allure to offer a glamorous guilty pleasure in its first season. And even if it never quite recaptures the magic of the original, Metacritic, which uses a weighted average assigned a score of 52 out of 100 based on 17 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. Chris Harnick on E! Online called the pilot soapy and fun, adding that the series is, in quote, a wordy urge to the original show and Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage previous offering Gossip Girl and the OC. And we called the pilot um, inferior to Gossip Girl and the original Dynasty, but 
suggested that its pairing with Riverdale could provide audiences a guilty pleasure double feature. Tierney Brickler of E! Online dubbed Kelly this season's breakout star with Gillies and hot on her Louis Vuitton heels. Um, awards and nomination. Um, Dorian, Dorian Award category campy TV show of the year. <laughs> oh, man. Dynasty nominated. People's Choice Awards. Revival of the show 2018. Tw- Dynasty won. Um, Scene Choice Awards. Choice Drama TV actor Adam Huber nominated. And we go to, um, of course, yeah. Yeah, um, of course, the DVDs, um, season, season one with 22 episodes, um, season two, 22 episodes, season three, 20, um, which was released September 25th, 2018, December 13th, 2019, and, 20, and October 27th, 2020. And that's a wrap for for this episode 16 of the Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, man. Um, I know this is over two hours, but if you like what you heard in today's episode, as far as the topics and as far as like what we reviewed, um, so overall with all the stuff that we review that we reviewed today, are considered classics. Um, they are, of course, um, of course they are fire. They had some, um, you know, kind of swing and misses and stuff like that. Um, but you know what? I would like, they're still classics to me, man. You know what I mean? Especially, um, the music artists that we just gone over. They're classics as well, man. And you know what Ja Rule used to say in the recent versus battle is that, you know, classic hits are timeless. Meaning you can't put a time limit on classic songs. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much what I took from that. And of course, if you like what you heard in today's show, um, you could make a, you could show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks five fifty five. That's dollar sign capital G M O N. No, excuse me, uh, lowercase um, M O N E Y, capital S, lowercase T A C K Z. 555. All right. Now we are going to go over. Um, we're going to go over um, where you can listen, where you can follow the show. All right. We're going to go over um, where you can follow the show and, and me, of course. Of course, you can find the show Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast on Instagram alongside with my. With my new show that I just premiered on 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 Sunday, which is um excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, the sports edition show where everything is about the stories in sports as far as athletes, as far as like you know athletes in in um baseball, basketball, 
you got football, you have tennis, you got running track, you also have volleyball, which these two combined together is part of the Olympics. It's an Olympic sport. And and so much more. So be sure you follow that as well. Be sure to follow the sports edition of Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. And my current show, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast as well, which is reaching its one-year anniversary, which is a month away. And, you know, this is more of a wait and see, man. Um, I will try to see if I can actually um, talk to, you know, maybe a few people and stuff like that to see what type of um, episode that I should do. And as far as, like, you know, highlights, some some suggested highlights and stuff, which is understandable. And I actually kind of get it, though. Um... And also, you can follow me on the gram, which is which is G Money Stacks five fifty five in Queens, New York. And also, be sure to follow me on Live Seventeen, which is another social media phone app, which is G Money Stacks Queens, New York. That's G Money Stacks Queens, New York on Live Seventeen. All right, be sure to follow me on there, and. And and you go to the link in the bar where it says Linktree slash um, Meticulous Fire Juice Podcast. Of course, the other pages which says G Money Stacks um, 555. And of course, be sure to um, be sure to follow me alongside with the YouTube, which is which is um, G Money Stacks 555. Um, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast alongside with um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the sports edition show. Um, I will get to the breakdown of YouTube when I go through the uh, the streaming platforms on the go, all right? So you can listen to the episodes of, Metic- of the Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast episodes um, by um following on anchor audacity audible amazon music one breaker deezer listen notes one pod chaser one pod friend be sure to go to the link pod chaser and pod friend to leave a five star rating um even though if you don't have anything to say you can just do a five star rating right there it really mean a lot um and quick sidebar um about the cash app it's not about how much money it's not about how much money you have it's not about having a lot to break the bank it's all about what you can afford any amount of money will be appreciated um and that's for the cash app um, G Money Stacks 555 dollar sign G Money Stacks 555 on there. So just a little quick sidebar here, so I don't forget that one. Um. Anyway, so you can also find you can also find the show on Player FM, Podcast Attic, 
Reason FM, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. And, of course, don't forget to listen to the Meticulous Vodges podcast episodes on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and last but not least, the YouTube. Listen, go grab the subscribe button on Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and also do the same for my other YouTube channel, which is which is um, G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five, where all the episodes of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast is there. In case you miss any of the episodes, like the like the one right here, which is Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, um, and also. Also, grab the subscribe button on my um, third particular show that I just mentioned, which is which is the sports edition of Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. Um, it's going to be on Sundays. It's going to be on Sundays, which is going to be um, the day to record. Um, you will get the episodes on Thursdays. Um, meticulous vibe juice podcast you will get the episodes tuesdays and and hopefully on saturdays i do apologize for not recording but we're gonna go through this um all right um also um be sure to enable alerts alongside with the notification bell for more video content also be sure to actually get to um share the videos be sure to um leave a like and a comment alongside with the uh, episodes with the topics um upcoming episodes previous episodes be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend um, and and also keep an eye out for when the show goes in the air via live stream. Um, also, also, before I forget, make sure that you share the podcast along with audio streaming platforms with your friends, all right? And and listen, man, this has been a great episode 16. Um, I didn't expect this to be over two hours. I do apologize for that. But, you know, sometimes you got to go against the grain on things. And it's not just uh, about pleasing people. It's not about that. Um, and like I always say at the end of the show is that... Um, if you have a dream of being a podcaster like myself or any other particular dream career fields that you're trying to get into, listen, man, I'm here to tell you, do not let anybody stop you from achieving your, achieving your goals and dreams. You got to do what makes you happy. And, and I always want to ask this question. If you are doing this to please your family, 
your friends, anybody else, or are you doing this for yourself? Um, and if you and if you say you're doing this for yourself, you're doing this for the right reasons. You don't want to do this for the wrong reasons or whatsoever. So basically, just do you. Be happy. And also eat those online flizzies up with the success and the amount of and the amount of traction that you are going to get like this. So that's about it, man. Um listen. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you, everybody, for listening, especially listening on Anchor. Of course, we are at 49 plays and downloads, of course, which will deserve an around of applause right here. Um, so listen. Um I appreciate every single one of you for taking the time to listen and and it really means a lot to me. So hopefully you guys can get the hang of me as a solo host, getting to know me, my personality, and you know whatever 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 thoughts you have and whatever questions you want to have, you can just DM me your thoughts and stuff. On my Instagram, which is gmoneystacks555 in Queens, New York. All right. Listen, gmoneystacks is going to be clocking out. I appreciate all you. Make sure you stay safe. Make sure you be protective of yourself. But being covered up with your uh, face covers. Be sure you have your hand sanitizers. Your hand sanitizers alongside with your water, your Gatorade for electrolytes and stuff. And don't give up on your dreams. And remember, New York is resilient. We are hopeful. Um, we are unified. And of course, there's room for creativity when it comes to when it comes to um, art and stuff. So don't let nobody take that spark away from you. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and enjoy um, what I have to talk about. Um, peace and one love, and I hope you guys have a good night.
check this out, folks. If you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple of things. I need you to go follow the show's page on Instagram, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, alongside with Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. And you can follow me also on my primary handle on the gram, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York, for more postings of each episode with the topics. Also, go to YouTube and grab the subscribe button. Enable alerts of the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air live via live stream. More video content, like, comment on the episodes with the topics, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted to the YouTube channel page. Share the videos, spread the word. Be sure to download your favorite episodes. Tell a friend to tell another friend. Share the podcast with audio streaming platforms with your friends. And also tell us what you think about the episodes and the topics and and what you thought about the um, topics as well. And what topics you think we should talk about next to review. Um, I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening to the show. Peace and one love.